What's up, everyone? Happy Saturday to you. Happy Ghost of Tsushima launch weekend, and welcome to Season Game and BitCast episode. What are we on here? 114. Wow. Oh, I know. I just show up. <laughs> Feels like we just did our 100th episode, and yet it's it's flying away over there. So, all right. I'm your host, uh, Ghost of Tsushima this week. Uh, I'm getting better with the names, I think, Dan, a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I basically stole it from you. As always. <laughs> Partner in crime, going reloaded, Dantham. Good morning, yep. sir. That's right, buddy. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Nice, nice. Love yep. that blue shirt too. Love it. Uh, Had to go back to the FG today. Yeah, huh? yeah. I went, I went old school. <laughs> like old a month school. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> My first shirt. Yeah, you've bought 19 first. shirts since yeah, you wore I mean, that three weeks ago. Pretty much. All right, and then for the first time joining us, uh, very happy to. Um, Welcome, Mads Gaming. I know probably everyone who watches this show knows Mads. So, Mads, great to have you here from Poland, man. Yeah, well, uh, happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Um, yeah, let's just like dive into it. <laughs> let's do it. So. Great topics. So, like, I've seen the list, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, especially looking forward to your thoughts on a couple of these um, because I know you're more on you know uh, technology side, which is great. So, looking forward to it. So, uh, what's up, chat? Uh, good to see a whole bunch of the regulars here. Um, good morning, good afternoon, whatever the hell time it is for you. So. All right, so Mads, we always uh, like to talk to the guests a little bit, you know, when we get started here, right? So um, here, uh, Dan and I, you know, we're old, we're seasoned, we've been gaming a very long time. And, uh, you know, I don't think you're, you're uh, old and wrinkled like we are yet. So I wanted to talk to you about your gaming history and, uh, you know, what got you into gaming? What kind of, where did you start? Yeah, well, I'm not that young uh, anymore either. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I'm like 40 to be honest with you. So wow, you don't uh, look 40. So okay, I'm only 41. So damn, right. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get some secrets from you. Apparently, um, yeah. So hey, listen, you know, my wife just keeps talking, just telling me like, hey, you know, eat these vegetables. So I eat them, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the secret, I guess. Right? I don't know. I have no. I'm just joking. Hey, no, I'm not joking. You know, she really. He is like telling me to eat these uh, vegetables. But anyway, um, with regards to gaming, well, um, I think I got into the gaming when I was like six, seven years old, really. This is like the first time I like got exposed to gaming uh, in a sense that like um, I, I, I used to um, visit my you know, uncle for like holidays and stuff, like, like summer holidays, you know, winter holidays. And uh, the you know his neighbor had like you know this Atari twenty you know twenty six hundred right yeah. so this is the this is the first time I actually played games right so okay. back in the days nobody else I knew like you know I had any sort of like um, you know electronic piece of advice other than calculator <laughs> so um, <laughs> no I'm just joking but like not, no nobody had a computer and that kind of stuff so this is the first time I kind of like played the games. Uh, I got my first computer, not console, uh, when I was like nine, ten years old, and that nice. was Commod Commodore 64. Classic. 8-bit um, <clears throat> and uh, still, you know, with that cassette um, uh, tape uh, and that kind of stuff, right? So that was like, uh, it, you know, we're talking about loading times right now. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it, it used to really took quite a long time to load oh, the game, yeah. right? 
uh, sometimes it'll be like 10, 15 minutes and, and then it crashed, right? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> story, so, you know, there was a lot of stories about that. Uh, so then I got like, this is where I first got like really my own computer. This is where, where I started like playing with games, playing with coding a little bit as well. So this is where my kind of IT interest came from, uh, comes from really. Because I am, I am working for IT company. Yeah, I've uh, been working for a while, and um, so this is that, that was my first computer. Then I moved on to like uh, Amiga five hundred, I believe. Nice. Uh, then I got uh, first PC, right? Uh, and this, and this is when I actually got into the consoles because, like, not many people actually know, but like back in the back in the days, uh, Poland was rather still a young democratic country if you know what i mean because like for yep. so many years you know poland was behind the you know the the iron carton as people call it right or red carton however you want to call it <laughs> so we were a communist country we didn't have access to all those devices and we were a rather poor country as well so people you know actually a lot of people even if we had access to those stuff we had to import it, it from like germany and that kind of stuff sure it it costed us like way more than it costed like people that you know were living in germany for example right and not only because of the salaries and stuff but basically you know we, we really didn't have many consoles back then so if anything it was more about computers and even my uh, colleagues at school and whatever you know we were just basically playing on like Atari's um, uh, computers not consoles uh, you know Commodores uh, Z, uh, ZX Spectrums and then oh, yeah. Amigas PCs and that kind of stuff right um, and still to this day a lot of P a lot of gamers in Poland play on PC right because okay. it's, sometimes it's like back in the days it was e easier to convince your parents to buy you a computer because you you know you know it was like this famous uh, this famous line hey mom i need a computer for education right so <laughs> you know like and obviously we all ended up, ended up like playing games for like 90% of the time um so then i that like after shortly after like i think it was like 1995 6 maybe something that that was just around the time when uh, a playstation uh got released it never got i don't think it got properly released in poland right like officially until like a couple of years later right mm. um but this is where i first got exposed like a uh, console so like uh, properly and i started playing on playstation ice my console experience and you know remember i always had a pc right so pc gaming was always like from the very beginning i, I would say right and i always even when i was switching from one console to the other I always had a PC, right? And that's still the case. Um, so I started with PlayStation. Then I had, um, and that was that was a great console. I remember playing this, um, you know, PlayStation used to come with these demo discs, right? Yeah. So I remember playing, you know, the same demo, like for like hundreds of times at the very beginning. <laughs> like, I think it, the, the demo I had, was it was with um, Ape Escape. It was... Uh -huh uh one of the gran turismo games i believe okay. uh, and a couple of other smallers as well so <clears throat> so yeah then i moved i then i got sega sega saturn uh but the problem with saturn was that it haven't had a proper um like support in poland right so it was really difficult to get any games for that console so i played with this console for like a couple of weeks maybe two or three months and i sold it right and <laughs> um 
So I, I I think I came I went back to PlayStation at the time. Then I got Dreamcast. Uh, I had uh, PlayStation Two. Then Xbox One, obviously, because you know, funny enough, like a lot of people, um, the reason why they bought Xbox like or OG Xbox was Halo games, right? Of course. Like the the first Halo. I mean, I I didn't care I didn't care um, for Halo for a very long time. The games that sold me on actually uh, OG Xbox were were Ninja Gaiden, uh, okay. one of the best looking yep. games on that system at the time, uh, PGR, so uh, Project Gotham Racing, yeah. which which was actually um, kind of like um, um, not really a sequel to M. Uh, it was more of like like um, you know kind of like a spiritual it's successor. Yeah, yeah to, Street Racer. Exactly from Dreamcast, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I played that game a lot. And also at the time, uh, game a lot of games from Sega from Dreamcast, which Dreamcast is one of the my one of the most beloved consoles in my book, right? Yeah. Uh, it was it was it it was short-lived console, right? But it was great. Games like yeah. Shenmue, uh, you know, uh, Virtual Fighter. Um, Sega Rally and that kind of stuff, right? So a lot of these games actually were on X OG Xbox at the very beginning, right? Um, so I think that it was like Sega GT, uh, Jet Set Radio, and 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 a couple of others also. And yeah, so that's how I got into Xbox. Ninja Gaiden got me the, uh, into Xbox and uh, PGR basically, and obviously later on a couple of other games as well, like uh, Kotor, for example. I would yes, I would love a, a Kotor remake. So yeah, and and to be honest with you, ever since then I always had both consoles. Not always like two consoles at the same time. Because, like I said, I was a teenager at the time, uh, you know, haven't had a job. It was really difficult to convince my parents to buy me two consoles, right? So uh, what I used to do is, well, it was like, hey, so I had like a console, one console for a year, maybe two. And then I would sell it and buy the other one just to play all the exclusives and, <laughs> yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the way I, I did, um, did that back in the days. Um, cool. Cool. So yeah, and ever since I, I I'm I, I always had like you know PC, um, you know consoles like both Sony and yeah. um, and Xbox, right? So not really a Nintendo guy because Nintendo uh, until Switch arrived, Nintendo wasn't really a, a, a proper properly represented in Poland. So okay. you know it's not really popular. It's different right now because with Switch is very popular right now, but that was not the case until like. Two years ago so sure yeah sure. so that's my gaming history really so in terms of nice. like the, the, nice. the consoles and stuff right yeah i think um you know uh many of us grew up with the same we talk about atari 2600 all the time it's where dan and i both started <laughs> old coleco visions and you know going way back right that's where it comes from so that's awesome uh see a lot of chat going on i did see some type of comments from megatron and Diego talking about coming to my house and stealing my chair. Yeah, that's, I wish you the best of luck. I live in rural Kansas, surrounded by neighbors with open carry laws and uh, <laughs> bad idea. Yeah, you're welcome to come try. Call um, me. But, <laughs> but I like you guys, so don't, don't do that, please. Um, <laughs> What's up for a cat? <laughs> cat. Yeah, and Bruce will tell me you're coming anyway. So, all right. Um, Real quick, quick uh, shot answers here, Mads. Uh, favorite platform of all time, if you had to pick one. 
Oh, like one particular one? Um, yeah. It's difficult. It would have to be... I say PlayStation 2. Um, okay. Can't go wrong with that, um, man. I mean, and I'll tell you why. Because, like, a lot of people argue about the exclusives these days and stuff, right? And they they are so excited about one or two or three exclusives per year, uh, yeah. which, you know, people play. I remember PlayStation had, PlayStation 2 had, like, well, not hundreds, but, like, you know, dozens of exclusives each year. Yeah. And, and not only first party, but back then, like, Namco, Capcom, like all these companies were making games exclusive to PlayStation 2. So it was like, hey, you know, there were so many games that you couldn't get on any other platform. It was just amazing. Like Ace Combat, um, Tekken, um, you know, Onimusha. Yeah, I mean, so many great games, which um, MGS, for example, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of these games now are multi-platform, right? Um, because of the you know business models and whatever, right? Sure. But back then, it was all these games were on PlayStation Two, really. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible, and that's part of why the you know best-selling system of all time, right? So, if you had to pick a favorite game, like what's your one favorite game of all time? Can it be one? a can it be a franchise? Um, yeah, of course. You can yeah, say Halo. I mean, it's yeah, fun. Halo, Halo. Is uh, it really? Um, I was joking. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yes. that's fine. <laughs> um, listen, Bioshock or Mass <laughs> No, we're talking about real franchises here. Stop. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> listen, I I like I, I like I really like uh, sci-fi games and yeah. uh, so Mass Effect and that kind of game, games I, I love. Yeah. And Halo is like and and the thing the reason why I love Halo is not only because of the game but also the other everything around Halo. So if you really dig into the lore, into the stories, uh, I didn't read the books. I need to get the books before the mm -hmm. actual Halo Infinite comes because there's so much. Uh, but I've 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 watched so many like movies about like like videos should I say not movies, but there's some like you know a short series about like Locke and whatever, right? So there's yeah. so so much stuff around like you know how humanity was created, how it was almost killed and then recreated and it was reborn and. I mean, like, really, if you dig into that, like, this is like, wow. Yeah, and, it's very, very deep. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so I love that. And like, you know, last two years, I would say I've been like, kind of like, really following what's going on with uh, the whole story of, you know, of the, you know, Master Chief, how he was created, how a Spartan program was created, how, yeah. you know, basically these, you know, little kids were abused and, you know, and whatever, right? Like, not sexually, but, you know, people they, <laughs> you know, take it the wrong way, right? You know, I mean, but, you know, I'm talking about argumentation and that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all kinds of shit, right? So, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, when you look at Halo, it's like, it's this, you know, guy in this, you know, armor, but like, you know, there's a, a deep story behind yeah. it. Like, it's really, so I would recommend anyone, like, Find this. There's a number of like Halo kind of like YouTubers and and yeah, find, there's some really good ones. Yeah, and they really like explain everything. Uh, yep. Like so, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I would say Halo. Cool. Yeah, Dan's gonna be on that program soon. We're gonna put together a curriculum for him. You know, just before Infinite comes out, so he can uh, he can recognize the greatness. Well, hopefully nice. it'll be like a, a remastering, yeah. booting, rebooting of the franchise or whatever they're talking about. That way I can just jump right in and not care what I've played about. No, what but I think, so we, we already know Infinite's a direct sequel. 
okay, to well, uh, Halo Wars oh, and Halo, Halo 5. Wars well, perfect. Yeah, Halo Wars 2. So. Yeah. All mm. right. That's fine. Yeah. Nice. Play them both. So <laughs> well, we're, we're going to talk about it here uh, shortly, but we're going to see it in what? As we're recording, five days, right? Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. All right, before we do that, so we're going to jump into Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, last, I would say, you know, AAA first party release on the PlayStation 4 came out yesterday officially as we're recording this. Uh, Mads, I know you said you're not currently playing it yet. Uh, no, Dan is actually, yeah, Dan's actually doing the review for us. Uh, and Dan, I would say you've played, uh, put a lot more time into it than I have. I've got a couple hours into it, but Dan, let's hear your first kind of, you know, impressions of Ghost of Tsushima. Is it living up to? expectations how does it stack up so to the other sony first party titles what are you liking about it uh <laughs> damn it will me stop it <laughs> comes, in <and> bam. <laughs> comes in with anthem and caps yeah Something yeah, yeah i should have changed i shouldn't have changed my name damn. <laughs> uh um you know what i'm really having a good time with it that's the biggest thing and you know we, we can sit there and debate about stuff on twitter the, the biggest thing that i take away from it is that it's fun um I had a really good time also with The Last of Us 2. Maybe I'm, I'm messed up in the head, but I thought that was fun. You know, <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's why I play games, you know, it's, it's because it's just, they're just a good distraction. They're, they're fantastic. And, you know, as long as they're fun games to play and I'm enjoying my time, great. There are issues, you know, it's, 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 it's very Ubisofty. It's, you know, a little bit of Assassin's Creed. It, the camera sucks ass. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, that's the biggest drawback to it is just the un the ability to not lock on. And I, usually, I don't care because I never. I, I would like to call out that when I started playing it, I texted you and said, "Can yeah. I lock on enemies?" And you said, "It's not a big deal. It's You'll not. get used to it." At that point, it wasn't a big deal. And uh -huh. then started getting into. Uh, uh, I never used it. Like even Assassin's Creed, I never used that. But the camera is so bad. You see, the camera in, in Assassin's Creed is much better. Like when, That's true. It, it's so bad that there's there's times where I'm I'm swinging and I'm looking like at a hillside or at a tree or something. I'm like, what? Where? Where am I? I can't. Even I see had it. one where I was standing next to a building, right, and I had to swing my camera to see a guy this way. The camera went into the building, so all I saw was the interior of the building while I'm trying yeah. to find this guy to hit, and I'm like, oh my god, come on. Yeah. That's the worst part about it. But <clears throat> you know, I that it does it still doesn't bother me as much as where you know I'm gonna. You know, say it's a terrible game. It doesn't uh, ruin the game. It's just frustrating. No, no. It's yeah. It's just a frustrating part. Uh, but for the most part, I'm probably about ten hours in. I barely touched the main quest. Um, a lot of exploring. I wish the fog of war was a, worked a little bit better um, on the map because I, I'm missing a ton of stuff. I can't see anything, and you make the smallest line when you ride your horse through the map. That you know, it, it basically opens up five feet on either side of you, and that's it. So it, it, it's just. That part's frustrating. The camera's frustrating. Everything else, I am really, really, really digging. So nice. the, the combat's super fun. Um, once you start adding different styles, it becomes a lot more, you know, because I'm, I'm a guy who goes into it and I just beat the crap out of stuff, start hacking and flashing. Don't okay, you're not doing the sneaking. I, I'm not, yeah, well, I sneak for sure. But like, you know, like when it actually comes to a fight, I don't use parry, I'm a dodger. You know, there's always those two different kinds of You people. didn't even have to, I knew you didn't use parry. Yeah, that takes timing. But I'm actually using that, and the mechanics work so well that I actually can use it 
because normally I, I suck so bad at it that I, if there's a parry button, all I do is mash it. Like when I'm like, okay, he's gonna it doesn't hit work in this game. It doesn't work well in this game no, doing that. But it, this this one did a really really good job. Um, it allows me to actually use the parry, and it actually provides more. You know, it provides that function. You know, that are in other games that I just couldn't do it with. So it, it kind of lets you play as you want to. You can go straight in full samurai, or you can go stealth and ghost. I mean, that's basically the whole premise of the the game. You know, it's just like you know, I mean, so far it, to, to the point I'm at anyway. So it's just like. I mean, I'm, I'm loving it, but I'm going to be playing this. Don't expect a review probably even this week at this point because it's going to take me forever to get through this game. I mean, I could blast through it, but I don't want to do a disservice to it. So I'm going to try well, they to do said, uh, They said 60 hours for completionist, and anytime I see that, I'm like, you don't know what completionist means. No. You know? I mean, yeah, you got to add another 20. Yeah, exactly. So this, this I'll be playing this for a long time. Yeah. Um, Wilmy said he's finally done with Anthem. So, <laughs> so that's good. Thank you. I felt like Blinken from Robin Hood Men in Tights. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Wow. So, it, camera turned behind me. Yeah, the camera is very, very frustrating. So, are you picking this game up, Mads? Is this one you're interested in? Yeah, I'll be playing it at some point. Uh, pretty soon, actually, I think. So, yeah. Oh, I kind of like, because, you know, the thing is, like, I... I uh, share PlayStation 4 with my sister, so you know I think she will play it first, and then I'll have that game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's I would say right now I'm only about three four hours in, not as much time as you, Dan. I, I like it. Um, it's uh, it's got some hiccups, you know. Besides the camera, there's other little things that annoy me, and I do. I think I said this to you last night. It feels a little templated, you know. Ubisofty is what we say, but templated like um if you the structure of the world and the little side missions and interactions like if you took like days gone and transplanted it to 13th century japan it feels very similar like that i don't know how to describe that it's like the way you travel the world the map when you talk to someone um it just feels very similar same z yeah i mean Um, but that's 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 most of you know that third person over the shoulder yeah Sony that's what i mean yeah. it just feels and, and it's fine but you know i mean that's then that's the thing you know either you like the familiarity or you got you know you got to kind of call these guys out for you know kind of being you know maybe take them up as you know a notch you know i, I don't I, I don't know if i compare it to days gone i definitely compare it to more of a, a ubisoft game maybe yeah a it feels three, like but, a ubisoft game. but i understand what you're where you're going with that so yeah. it, it's it's it sucks, but at the same time, I mean, it's it all it's all what you get out of it. So, yeah, um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's not to yeah. say it's detracting from. There's a lot to unlock and find, which yeah. is cool. Um, it's it's a it's a very interesting. I know we talked a little bit about this, but at times it's stunningly gorgeous. Um, some of the environments, the lighting, uh, very good HDR. Um, it looks incredible. And then at other times you'll be sitting next to something and the texture looks like it's from a PS3 and it's just kind of confusing to me. It's like, I, and that happened with, we talked about that with last of us too. Same thing. Um, so I, I, I don't know if it's the engine or just the way they design, um, you know, from an artistic direction so that when you're looking at panoramic views, it looks really, really stunning, you know, but when you kind of up or up close on something, sometimes it looks really poor. I, it's really weird to me at times. You, yeah, when you get the sun or the moon starting to like actually reflect or come through the trees and stuff, gorgeous, amazing, right? Yeah, it but looks like horizon. Yeah, that. if it's like the middle of the day, 
it's just and you're out in this big field it just looks really really weird and and you know part of it i think is just all the particle crap that's going on <laughs> the, you know, the wind's a bit much isn't it yeah i, I like the wind i think that it really i think it's cool of, but yeah it's super organic how you find like your you know your way through the game there's not like waypoints and stuff like that. i mean you can put a point on there but it, there's no flashing thing on the screen or on the horizon until you get really really close yeah and you so can turn everything of, off too you can turn the whole hud off too yeah it's 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 super you Which know cool. I mean, it's super organic the way they do that so i, I like the yeah. wind but there's 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 some parts where yeah you're right it just looks like wait was this a 360 game is this what the hell it is, is weird yeah like i went into a bush and i'm like oh my god these look like it looks like this was made in paint yeah you know, like you know what i mean i was like it looks really strange at times so i don't know but i not that's nitpicking really i if you're just sure. talking about the quality of the game really enjoying it so far sure. um I mean, Sucker Punch because that, they they made this game, right? Um, yes. They've been always good with uh, graphics and that kind of stuff. I remember yeah. playing the in in infamous, infamous, right? Infamous, yeah. You know, yeah. one of the best looking games on PlayStation Four to this day, right? Yeah, to, and that um, was in 2014. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was like, hey man, I mean, this is, I mean, and that was an open world game as well, right? You know, a lot of like buildings and all these, you know. Um, you know, effects like particle effects when you like, you know, turn into like, um, you know, uh, a smog or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. A dust or whatever, right? And so, yeah, I mean, though they always they always know how to make these games like, you know, beautiful and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. and there's a lot of shared. Uh, you can tell that between the Sony first party studios, right? They share a lot of learnings across those studios because you can just see that as the games have evolved over the generation. So it's pretty interesting. I think uh, someone asked if it's like Tenshu or Sekiro. Uh, it's it's not like Sekiro. Um, no. Sekiro is definitely more challenging. And I would say the combat in Sekiro is much deeper. Um, whereas this is more kind of action focused. I would compare this more to uh, a hack and slash type thing. It's, it's not, the melee combat is not overly complicated. You can go in hacking and slashing. There's a parry and there's a dodge. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, that's good to hear because, like, I'm not really into these like Dark Souls kind of type of games. <laughs> you, so, hey, I mean, now, now you got Dan on your side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, really, I I played some of these games. I even played Sekiro for like you know an hour, but I was I was like, yeah, I mean, that's not for me. Um, yeah. I played Blood Bloodborne uh, back in the days. Never fin never got to finish it. I just like I don't know, like. So yeah, yeah. Um, so this game sounds like a game for me to be honest with you, right? Yeah, not too yeah, difficult. So it's, it's, no, it's much more, and it even has an easy mode. It has difficulty options, so you mm. can play it on easy if you want. I was uh, going to comment on the photo mode too. There's a picture oh, from God. photo mode. Photo mode is awesome. You know, Sony First Party's done a really good job of kind of making sure each game has photo mode, and they've kind of gotten better as each game's released, right? They add more and more features. This one's really cool, especially because when you first go into the photo mode the wind and the particle effects are still going live. So everything else freezes, but like the wind and the particle effects are still happening. So like the leaves are blowing through the air and stuff and you can, you can adjust that, but it's really, really cool. Wilmy, we're not going to compare it to Anthem. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the story, Somebody buy him this game. <laughs> We're sending uh, 10 copies of Anthem to Wumi as we speak. 
Um, like dance mode where the enemies just kill themselves as you walk by. Oh my God. <laughs> Dan would turn. Well, I mean, Dan would turn that mode on if there was that mode. Would. Yeah, he sure would. Turn that on. I would just sit there and just like move my stick every once in a while if I could. For sure. <laughs> oh, I, this man. game has more story in the first. 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and Anthem had total. It does. I would say. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. So, story's pretty good so far. Um, and as you would expect, uh, the cinematics are really yeah. cool. I'm playing, I don't know about anyone else, I'm playing in Japanese with the uh, English subtitles, which is really cool. It doesn't, it doesn't sync to the mouth movements properly because it's yeah. dubbed to actually English. But right. it's, it's definitely, in my opinion, it's much more fun to play with the Japanese. Uh, yeah, language. that's how I always play the Yakuza, not that I have a choice in those games, but it's kind of like the reverse of those old Kung Fu movies you used to watch where, you know, the English was dubbed over the Japanese speaking, where, you know, you would talk. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's exactly the opposite of that. It's, it, it's not terrible, though, It's you know, but it, it's totally worth it then. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, Matt, you have to let us know what you think when you get to it. Um, I, I'm actually pretty excited to get back to it now that you have gotten to the part where the world opens up. I, I love just exploring. So it's I, there's nothing revolutionary here, but it's definitely going to be just a fun game to spend some time on. So, all right, we're going to get to Xbox Showcase. So a couple weeks ago, we did um, we did our kind of early predictions, and that episode has been sitting out there. And uh, you know, there's been a lot more news over the past few weeks around. Uh, this Xbox show that's coming up on Thursday. So we now know that it's going to be about an hour long. I think they said slightly longer than an hour. No hardware, no news, no anything else. It's going to be all games. So they confirmed that as well, which I think we assumed ahead of time, but now we know that definitively. So got a few questions I want to talk through, and we can kind of go round robin on these just to, you know, just to make guesses and see what happens. And chat, feel free to jump in on this too. Um, so... If you had to pick a game or something to open the show with, uh, what do you think that'll be? Mads, I'll start with you, man. Hello. I want Halo. <laughs> and, I, I, and I want it now. I want 10 minutes of gameplay. I mean, hey, start, with, start with two minutes CGI uh, and then you know make it a smooth transition into the, game, into the gameplay, which will look just like the CGI. Then we, you know, just you know, show the open world, you know, show the brutes fighting Spartans yeah. and whatever, right? And yeah, I mean, you know, like I just, I, hey, it's it's about time. Listen, we've been waiting for Halo game for so long, like five bloody years. <laughs> where where in fact, like you know, um, like this generation, previous generation, the these Halo game cycles were like two three years, I think. Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to see how this game plays. Uh, how everything works? Um, is it really an open world game? You know, how does it look on Xbox Series X, the most powerful console in the world and the, the, <laughs> in the universe? Yeah, they better um, show it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I want Halo. So start with Halo. Yeah. Start and, with Halo. Yeah. So you're saying come out swinging, basically, because that's yeah. their, one of their biggest guns, if not their biggest gun, of course, it's right? Probably, yeah. Well, I mean, just, they're going to show just, some new stuff too, so we'll see. But I, no matter what, Halo is the game that's driving. I mean, the impressions and the views and the likes and everything that just them teasing Halo Infinite is coming is already through the roof. People want; they're ready for Halo. Yeah, so, I, Dan, what do you want, man? Coming out I, of the gate with what? Yeah, not that. I would say they need. <laughs> need no offense, man. Okay, but you know, you don't want to go. 
here's the way I look at it. You know, if you're, if you're going in, you don't want to blow your load right at the beginning because then <laughs> what do you got left? Then, you, then people are just hey, going to be like, it happens well, to everyone. I, I, hope they've, I, I, I hope they've got more to show than. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh no. And then they just kind of walk off stage. Oh right? no. Kind of, kind of Oh, well, that was nice, you know. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is, you know, you want you know that's coming. That's a known commodity. It's ready to, you know, you're gonna finish with that one, right? Yeah. Getting to that letter. I would say you need to come out with either, you know, if the rumors are true with the Fable Dark or or Fable or Fable Dark. Fable nice. Dark. That's what dark, nice. dark dark toned Fable. I like it. <laughs> Perfect Dark or Fable. I think should be your opener if those actually exist. All right. What I don't want to see is probably Aaron Greenberg in his kitchen. He's not. He's not even in the show. Fantastic. Yeah, Phil Good. Spencer already said Aaron's not in the show. That's fine. I mean, I, <laughs> no Xbox Three Sex Free General. I, I don't need to see it. I need to see games, games, and games. You know, I, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be the same as kind of Sony did it, where they came out with Spider Man, finished with Horizon, and then had some stuff in the middle. Yeah. So you, you, you know, want better, better quality meat in the middle. Yeah. Right, you know, I mean, even if you can't do the whole thing, hit me with some fable. And, you know, you got some shitty sandwiches and condiments or whatever is in there, and then, then right in the middle, you go, oh, but I got this fire fucking meat. You know, boom, there's perfect dark, and then you finish it off with this fable. Okay, I mean, then just that's what you want. Well, so you want you want the movie arc where you've got the you know you start right. here, then you've got that middle arc, and then you've got the right. climax. Because you know it's going to be down at some point. You know, you it's got to. Thing, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be this thing where it just constantly keeps ramping up and if you yeah. can pull that off fantastic if you can start and get people you know super hyped here and then just keep it going there's gonna be dips. come on you're yeah. gonna have to yeah. you know for Xbox, sure Xbox. you know if they can just pull off a good show well i think yeah we'll <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> but i do you know i mean i would say you want to come out with something that's gonna you know pique everybody's interest but i don't think you want to because everybody there's gonna be a lot of people are gonna be like oh that was that was what i wanted to see you know that's it i'm good i saw halo whatever else is just kind of icing on the cake. You, know, you want to come out at the end and just go, oh, by the way, and like, you know, just like start off with like just seeing Master Chief's feet or something, you know, like walking down a corridor and then, you know, it kind of pans up to, you know, like you, you like you don't know who it is or something, you know, and it pans up to him. And then, and then that would be perfect. Like going from that cinematic to... That's what I was just going to say. Play, is, man, yeah, Mads nailed it. Is you've got to build that suspense with Halo, right? You've yeah. got to... because. In all seriousness, I know this sounds crazy. Maybe, maybe not to this audience because we're all freaking dorks here. But you know, when I see a cinematic, a new cinematic that I've never right. seen before, that's kind of slow motion ish and builds up to like Chief and Cortana, dude, uh, hits me right in the center of the chest. Like I get crazy excited. So they they've got to build up that hype that way. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, it's too big, man. We've got some serious, serious game suggestions. BZ, by the way, we're talking about the proper show. I know there is going to be an hour pre-show where they're talking about game reveals. In my opinion, they always hype those up. There will be some game reveals. They're going to be smaller scale. I don't think you're going to see anything big in that 11 to 12 slot. Uh, 11 to 12 slot for us, whatever that is, uh, for everyone else. But um, we've got some good uh, suggestions here. So Bug Snacks 2, you think yeah. they'll immediately announce the sequel to 1UP PlayStation? I mean, if you want to start that the show that way, then yeah, and then you know that's fine. I how mean, about how about how about GTA Four enhancements? Yeah, <laughs> or, or Skyrim. Yeah. We know that we, we know that we're going to get uh, GTA Five enhancements. So how about GTA Four yeah. enhancements? They go backwards. I'll tell you what: if they came out and said, uh, you know, we've got a Vice City remake coming, 
I'd be all over it. Let's go. Yeah. You have that Pokemon um, picture you can just put up in the chat <laughs> because the Pikachu one, that's what would happen if I saw a Vice City remake. <laughs> Dude, I need to add that. Why don't yeah. I have that in the chat? I don't know. Here? Just, yeah. to, going forward, we'll have that. And add it in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, Anthem 1.5. Maybe yeah. they open with the Anthem, en Anthem enhancements. There's going to be zero Bioware anything in any kind of show from here until probably the middle of next gen <laughs> until they release Dragon Age. Well, so, you know, Xbox does have the EA marketing, right? They they had the marketing for Anthem. They had it for Dragon Age Inquisition. So, you know, who knows what we'll see there. But anyway, trying to get back on track. Um, yeah. Chat's popping off, guys. Love seeing you here. Thanks, everyone who's joined. All right. So I think um, my prediction for the opening is I don't think they're going to open with Halo. I think they're going to open with something that's known but hasn't been shown. And what I mean by that is a game we know about, but we haven't seen proper gameplay yet. And so my prediction is that they're going to open with Elden Ring. Um, because From Software's huge. People really want to see this game. We still haven't seen any gameplay. We know Xbox has the marketing rights to it. Um, it would not surprise me to open with some type of cinematic, a From Software type cinematic, and then show the first gameplay of Elden Ring. That, that would get people pretty pumped up. Yeah, so. you know, you're setting your expectations super low there then, man. I mean, then that's a very interesting strategy. You just kind of set the bar super low so then you can only go up, you know. Mm -hmm. So Elden Ring, oh, Battle Tools is probably in here somewhere. Like hey, right in the hey, I mean, the fact that you don't care about this game doesn't mean that other people don't care. Nobody <laughs> cares about Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I personally, I mean, I wouldn't be really too excited about this game. No, because, like you. I said, and you're on the same page. Yeah, yeah I, I don't yeah. replay these kind of games. So like, just like with PlayStation Five, um, you know, show like people going crazy about the. Yeah, I was like, yeah. uh, okay. So exactly. I mean, Kill different me. people, different opinions, different like, kind of tastes. Like, don't validate <laughs> their opinions. <laughs> opinions are fat. God Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So we know that most shows end cap, right? They're going to end with something big. So yeah. Mads, if you think they're going to start with Halo, I would presume you think they're going to end with new IP, something big. What, what would your guess be for the ending game then? Close uh, uh, I would love to see the like the new Obsidian RPG. Nice, good call. Um, yeah. I mean, and like, not sure if gameplay or CGI. I mean, this game has been in development for a while, I think. Yep. Because, like, you know, every single time I hear about the, I heard about Obsidian acquisition, people were saying that um, the they bought Obsidian for that particular game. Yes. Right. So that tells me that back in 2018, when they bought them, uh, that game had you know had been in development already, right? So yes. yeah, I would I would love that game to be shown like as a last. I I know that a lot, a lot of people say, "Hey, Fable, Fable," right? But Fable is like you know it's great. I mean, it's probably going to be great and stuff. But this is something that we kind of know, right? And you know, uh, closing the show with a totally new IP. You know something you know really really exciting is like oh man right that's that's what xbox is all about. because usually we tend to remember the last thing they show like for longer right so yeah i sure. would i would close the show with that it's an interesting thought because all we know <laughs> about the game is this is the triple a team in obsidian right the smaller team made um outer outer worlds um and then obviously there's a very very small team making grounded 
but the the core triple a team the bulk of obsidian is making this rpg and as you said it's been in development for a few years already now all we know about the game is that it was supposedly a true fantasy rpg right so everyone's mind always goes to skyrim um but you we all know that who knows what tim howard's um uh you know bethesda's doing right now because starfield's supposed to be next he's already said clearly that elder scrolls 6 is years away and so I think to your point, it could be super powerful for this showcase if they were to come out and show a true AAA next gen fantasy RPG in the vein of Skyrim, whatever that means. But that's going to be an Xbox exclusive, right? Because people, there's tens of millions of people waiting for next gen Skyrim or the next Elder Scrolls game. So that could be very, very powerful mm -hmm. for sure. Cloud, man, what's going on? Thank you for the super chat. Big cast hype. Appreciate it, man. I don't know what your Canadian $5 are worth here. Um, but I appreciate the 43 cents and we will put that to good use. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, Canadian dollars are probably worth more than our dollars right now. I, I don't honestly are. know. Yeah, so <laughs> no you know what, Matt? That is a really interesting little, you know, if they did that and went that route, I would think they would have to not only have, I mean, it, it's got to be an amazing showcase just for that game. You know, you almost need to have some, kind of gameplay, you know, kind of like you said with Halo, like just mm. kind of blow people's mind, you know, like they did with God of War, you mm. know, when they read God, the, God of War's intro when they first showed that at E3, oh that's one of the best of all time. That's but this is, yeah, but that, yeah, but that's why, um, that's why, uh, that's why I said that, I, that's why I picked that game because this game yeah. has been in development for a while. Yeah. Right. So they can actually show some gameplay. Because, exactly. so you know, yeah. like, um, the other RPG that the Inixal is working on, right, or yeah. is in pre-production. Yeah. I mean, this game is not going to come out until like you know, like in the next five years, really. You got right? a few years, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this game, from what we've been hearing, you know, has been in development for a very long time. So, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that they've got some gameplay already. So, I like it. Yeah, I think that's a good call, Dan. So you've got, um... I got Halo probably ending it. You got a Halo ending. I was I can't even remember no, no, what no. you said already for the for, for opening. What'd you yeah. say for opening? Either Fable or Perfect Dark. That's right. Fable Dark. Dark Fable. Fable. <laughs> All right. So hey, you think they're gonna close with Halo end with their their big hitter? I, I like my head tells me that. My heart now wants me to go with Mads and, <laughs> because that sounds way better. But yeah, I I would think they would come out and, and make that last like fifteen minutes just Halo. You know, so you got 45 minutes, everything else packed in, and then you just top it off with this, you know, amazing game, you know, that everybody's waiting for, except for me. So nice. I I uh, immediately want to promote Nine Lives in the chat to moderator status because he has the best <laughs> suggestion yet, and that is to close with banjo. Which, come on, that's what they should be doing. I mean, you Nintendo know, Nintendo fans would be, you know, uh, in heaven. <laughs> no doubt. Although they'd probably just say, "When's it coming to Switch?" You know how that goes. Uh, Mo, I'm man, sure good would. to see you here live. He says it's the first live show he can catch. So I know um, we chat all the time on Twitter. So that's awesome. Thank you very much for the four ninety nine super chat, man. Appreciate it. Uh, good to see you. Uh, good to see you live. Awesome. So um, okay. So surprises. Oh wait, I didn't talk about what I want to see. And what the hell did I even say? Open with Elden Ring. Yeah, so I think my mindset has been ending with Halo as well. I'm almost like you, Dan. I, I figured they would end with Halo and use that last 10, 12 minutes to really do what Matt said, right? Set up a cinematic, then move into the world. 
everything we know about infinite or everything I, you know, I've kind of been looking around for stuff is that it's going to be similar to kind of hub world type, you know, so not maybe not as open as say God of war or something, but there are going to be kind of missions and other things to do. Right. Um, so maybe show that structure. Obviously you've got to hit on your key characters, chief Cortana, Arbiter. Um, you've got to, you know, showcase those people. So, but hearing what Mad said about Obsidian's RPG, I'd be down for that as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So, now, now, if, if, they, if they can get me hyped by showing that end of that, you know, and, and ending with Halo, then we'll know they did a good job because that's going to be our barometer. Yeah, that's my that's the barometer. It's my <laughs> hype level after I see it. Because I, I really want to see it. I mean, I you know, you know, it, it's what it is. It's just. Bring it, Microsoft. You gotta, you gotta bring the fire, man. That's that's all I care about. You know, you got, you got all kinds of time. There should be no excuses. Come Thursday, so. I'm with you. I, I forgot to play around with the banners and the colors again, man. I got told that was cool last week, and then I forgot I could even do nice. it. So Terrible. yeah, we're, we're oh, just gonna we're gonna go with it. You can yeah. change the colors even. I know it's crazy the technology <laughs> that. <we're... laughs> all right, so let's talk about some surprises. So let you know if you could. Um, kind of pick some things that you'd like to see. Not even necessarily has to be Xbox first party IP, but just games and developers across the industry that you think have a somewhat realistic possibility of showing up at this show. What would you really like to, you know, what's something you'd really like to say? Mads, I'll go with you, man. Um, well, I would love to see the Starfield. Like, um, oh, and, okay. And to be honest with you, this is possible because we know that Bethesda always kind of uh, they used to show these their big games at Microsoft stage yes uh, just like you said before um, um, the the Elder Scrolls is not coming out anytime soon no the Starfield is actually closer to be to being released right uh, that's what Todd Howard said right so you know apparently they they they've been working on that game for a while so not saying that this game is going to be coming anytime soon. When did they show the this like short teaser? Twenty eighteen E three. Yeah, there we go. So like this, it's it's about time to show something, right? So no why, why not why not here? So yeah. So yeah. That's so that I, I would I would like to see Starfield. That's a good point. And and funny enough, as you just talked about that and said Todd Howard, which is obviously the game director and head of uh, you know Bethesda Game Studios, I realized that earlier I said Tim Howard. I have no idea who Tim Howard is. I, I'm, That's his uh, step brother. <laughs> step brother. He's <laughs> like he's like an entry level, you know, uh, coder or something. He, he goes yeah. and visits him every couple months. Like, you still here? All right. Yeah, I'll get, yeah. you can have a job. That's nice. Um, <laughs> it's been a long week, man. My mind's not top of its game right now. All right, Dan. Um, that's a good call out, though, Mads. I think you're right. Um, they. So Todd Howard and Phil Spencer and Xbox have a very good relationship. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny to talk about it, but Fallout 76 debuted on Xbox's stage. Um, you know, so we've seen that relationship. So that would be very impressive to get the first Starfield footage, uh, actual footage um, at this event. So Dan, what about you, man? I mean, I don't know. I mean, for surprises, like what would surprise me if they is if they didn't have like cheesy dialogue sections where people were you know that would be a great surprise where it was just like more streamlined like where you know, I, phil talks. i'm pretty sure they've confirmed that is that what it's gonna be a oh, phil yeah, talk, I, for sure um, i'm sure phil will be there he's like he's all over the place right now he's literally yeah, everywhere everywhere i want to see what he's got to say um 
I don't know, man. I mean, this Starfield would be great. I'll take it. I mean, you know, short of that, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect. I want, I want surprises. How about that? I want to, okay. I want to see stuff that's, you know, not been released. Yeah, you want to see stuff that we can't talk about because you don't know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Chris said Ted Howard worked on Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they had Todd Howard game directing. It was Ted. No wonder. <clears throat> um, you know me. I'm going to say it because I have to say it. I'm actually contractually obligated to say it. You we say need to see Banjo. Banjo. We need to see Banjo. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I don't need five minutes. I don't need some big hubbub about it. Just give us 30 seconds. 30 seconds to let me know that you still know that you have this IP that whether you realize it or not has a big ass fan base. And I've said it before, just look at the craziness that happened when they announced Banjo for Smash Brothers. Just give me Banjo 3. Come on. Everyone wants it. Well, not everyone wants it. Some people want it. Three what people. if what if they show it during the pre-show with um That's fine. I don't care if they show it Tuesday at 4:18 a.m. Just show it. <laughs> because like that, that, Do that, it. The, the thing the thing about Banjo is even if like I don't know, I have no idea if this game is in is in development or not. <clears throat> but let's imagine that it is. It would not be Rare working on that game. It would have to be some third party uh, developer because Rare did say that they will never ever work on uh, any of their own uh, old IPs. If anything, mm. they will give it to somebody else work on so that's fine they've got plenty of talent across xbox studios and you can always have kind of um um consultation right you know what i mean there's there's people that could help with artistic direction and things not necessarily be an active development so people asking for conquer too i've seen that a lot you know it'd be cool to see conquer come back so i want to see stuff that i haven't seen ever (laughs) all right so uh do you guys think wait a minute hold on Batman. That's my surprise. What? Batman. Some kind Batman. of Batman. Batman. That's Batman. Do Batman. Um, Go on it right now. If it's not there, it's a failed show. That's it. <laughs> 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 failure. No. And uh, every show has been a failure for five years because Batman has been MIA. Yes. God damn it, yeah. Batman. Yeah, it's been between like uh, Dark Knight and, uh, you know, Night Rises right now. He's just, he's broken, he's battered, he's hiding in his mansion. He doesn't want to come out. He's in a pit and he's trying to crawl out. Yeah. <laughs> His back oh, hurts real bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just got to punch him in his back and he's good to go. Um, yeah. Fable, you guys think we're, you think Fable's a definite? Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. Okay. At this point, they have to. Mm. I mean, or don't. If there's anything <laughs> we know about Xbox shows, they don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, we, we, we. <laughs> this, this is the surprise that Dan was talking about. That hey, no fable. <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst surprise. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. man. So no, he was I asking mean, for... they, better, they, they better show. They better show fable because you know so many people just want this game apparently and stuff, right? So yeah. yeah, just show it. Well, and again, right? Learn from your competitors because even though I'm not even the biggest fan of it. Uh, showing like a cinematic for a minute and a half, two minutes, that's not even true gameplay. It gets people hyped. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima lived on the hype of their E3 presentation for a couple years. You know what I mean? Just show two minutes, minute and a half, just show the world, fly through the world, show a little bit of humor, make a joke because it's fable. 
That's all you'd have to do to get people really hyped up, right? You put all the speculation to rest. It's make it beautiful, and you know it's coming. That's all you have to do. It's yeah. not that complicated. Yeah, Fable and, is a myth. Stop yeah. it, Dizzy. And what's interesting about uh, Halo? I mean, uh, sorry, Halo. I keep see see. I want Halo so much. So much. <laughs> I, I would. I, I'm, ca I'm call. Uh, yeah, I'm calling every single game Halo now. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's actually interesting that um, Microsoft is really focusing on these RPG games like a lot. Like, there's going to be a lot of RPG games, which yeah. is great. This is what made kind of Xbox stand out, like in the PlayStation 2 era, where they had those you know, Western RPGs. There was a true. lot of them. Very so true. I think it and it 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 might be have something to do with this PC heritage. Um, because PC gamers love RPGs as well, so it's and now console gamers as well. So yeah. hey, you know it's like it's great. So I can't wait for all these RPGs games. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100. Uh, Mariano is back at it, man. Thank you for the 199 super chat. He agrees, Dan. We need to see Batman Beyond or whatever they're okay. going to end up calling it, right? So um, thanks as always, Mariano. <laughs> always, always, man, always um where i missed another one too killer instinct Dilo was talking about killer instinct i i think there's a core kind of um fan base for killer instinct i just i don't know if it's big enough to really drive you know that would be like a pre-show thing in my opinion if you're going to do mm. some type of killer instinct announcement but yeah but i've heard so many people saying that it's not in development that i don't yeah, think me too. to see any any anything's anytime soon yeah no doubt um God, there was one other thing I was going to talk about. I can't remember now. Um, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, initiative. So one of the biggest, you know, the new studio for Microsoft, tons and tons and tons of top-tier talent at that studio. We know that, uh, you know, originally it was rumored they were going to be there. And then another a new rumor from some industry guys, some trustworthy guys said, initiative's not going to be there. Jeff and, then you had, and then you had the Matt Booty leak from this week saying, I don't want to talk about initiative. Uh, yeah, that's that was a horrible phrasing, right? You had the Matt Booty leak. From terrible. <laughs> but then you Sorry. had him. I did, I missed it. So what did he say? He said he was in an interview and he said, he started to talk about the initiative and he said, I don't want to say too much because of our showcase coming up. And uh, so it kind of alludes to the fact, right? That you would think we are going to see whatever they're working on. And apparently they're not even working on one game, they're working on multiple. So who can knows, I, but. Can I, can I say something to that point? Uh, yeah, of course. Because um, that was a couple of months ago. I mean, this year, but uh, like early this year, Matt Booty in one of the interviews did say that we will see their new game like this year. They did, right? they did. Yeah. So we will see that game, just we don't know at which show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So um, I'm excited, though. I, you know, the, we've talked about it many times here. The prevailing rumor for initiative is that they're re, you know, rebooting Perfect Dark. Um, what are your thoughts about that, Matt? We haven't talked to you about that. So do you think they're actually working on Perfect Dark? Or do you think they're going brand new IP? I mean, well, I, I have, I have, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, so many people seems to believe it, right? And but let's assume for a moment that they do, and. I mean that would be that would have to be a totally new game, right? Yes. Because like out of the interest, I played the older games, and like obviously the Perfect Dark, the very first one, is available, you know, in backwards backwards compatibility right now yeah. as well. Uh, so the 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 old N sixty four kind of game, like 
it's kind of fun. Like, obviously, you know, it's still like a very old game. Like, it's very dated. Oh, yeah. Um, but back in the days, like, you know, that was, you know, it was really up there, right? One of the best yeah. games. Um, and I played the game that was released on Xbox 360 as well. It's not very good. No. Like, <laughs> so, you know, like, don't do, don't do. So if you want to use some of the characters in the kind of like the world and whatever, right? I mean, do that, right? That, that's not not a problem. But yeah. that has that has to be a totally new game, right? Yes. Like like yeah. totally did so i've heard some suggestions suggestions that uh, how about make it like you know a stealth kind of game and whatever right i mean that yeah. sounds great right because like, like cell. exactly there's not there's not many games like that right right now right so yeah, yeah i would dig it and like it's it's kind of cyberpunkish kind of type type of uh -huh. game yeah. Um, you know, futuristic, I would say as well. So, you know, I like that kind of games in general, but just like Perfect Dark, forgot the name of that game, like um, on Xbox 360. Perfect just Dark Zero. Uh, Zero, yeah. That yeah. just wasn't really a good game. No, um, it wasn't. It so, wasn't. yeah. Um, so, you know, to close this segment out, we know besides Elden Ring, they also have the marketing on Valhalla and they also have the marketing on Cyberpunk, as we know. So, we just saw Valhalla at. What are you thumbs downing? I don't want to see any of that garbage. I just saw it. Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> what are you saying? No, that's his most anticipated game, but I he wants to see that. new stuff. Bahala's up there too, but I just saw Bahala. I don't need All to right, see okay. I, That's true. I don't need to see more Bahala. Right. I, I would not mind seeing more Cyberpunk. Yeah, personally. that might be true. Okay, I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> not, not, not just look if they show if they show cyberpunk 2077 running on xbox 36 at 4k 60 mm. frames per second mm. with all the bells and whistles right and they will say yeah 4k 60 then um, mm. yeah i would be happy so. <laughs> need that pokemon picture i'm gonna go get it right now <laughs> while we're talking. Get right there yeah <laughs> all right so um these things in go ahead the, you know interested phrases that i'm just like oh yeah yeah cyberpunk cyberpunk I mean, I mean, how? I mean, of course, we'll have to watch it afterwards, you know, because it'll be 4K 60 on the upload. But yeah, you know, I'm going to. I mean, that's the, I'm gonna be like, okay, hey, we're done with chat. I'll go back and rewatch this stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it, man, for sure. That yeah, would be so. If I was gonna say, if people aren't aware, they've announced that the stream's gonna be uh, 1080p 60 live, and then afterwards uh, on YouTube, the VOD will be uh, 4K 60. So. Yeah, if there's some trailers that they show that are really fire, make sure you go back and watch them in 4K 60 because yeah, that should sure. be amazing. Oh, so yeah. I'm saving this picture as we speak, Dan. Um, so <laughs> wait a minute, you don't want to get defunded or whatever it is, demonetized. Oh, I don't care. Okay, good. The only reason we have monetization on because we don't do it on anything else on these is for the super chats. I, we make like 10 cents otherwise. That's right. So that's right. We don't monetize around here. It's free content. Um, so closing thoughts, guys. Anything else you want to say on Showcase before we move on to X Cloud and Series S, which we're going to talk about? Mm. Um, I'm super hyped, and I'm really curious to see what Hailblade 2 is going to be all about okay. because I love the original game. Um, yep. I played it on PC and then Xbox One when it got released to the Game cool. Pass. Gotcha, yeah. Um, Obviously, it was confirmed uh, recently that the this CGI was actually running live on Xbox Series X, apparently, yeah. right? So live in engine. Um, now, obviously, Real exactly. 
Real so time, yeah. obviously, I, I would you know like graphics wise, I'm sure it's going to be it's going to look like fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, however, I, I'm more curious to know what they're going to change uh, in terms of like gameplay and that kind of stuff because the first game was rather short, like eight nine hours, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, the music was great, so hey, you know, leave it that. Um, um, however, like the combat needs to be better. Um, puzzles. Yeah, I kind of I liked some of them. After a while, they they got a little bit annoying, to be honest with you, right? Sure. Uh, so if they improve on that and the graphics and you know great story and whatever, right? What's interesting is that the trailer shows that she's not really going. She's 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 on some sort of like crusade or whatever, right? So it looks like this game yeah. is going to be more interesting, maybe more like um, not saying open world, but like uh, bigger, more kind of um, you know like. Um, interesting i would say right but anyway I, you know I, i'm just kind of curious to kind of see what this game is going to be all about really so yeah yeah i mean the first one was made by a smaller team at ninja theory 15 people a, yeah yeah on a smaller budget so just imagining what they can do with the funding and support they have now is you know mind-boggling really right so mm. dan you, you, what do you think Are we can see hellblade 2 sure I, I think it's important for it to not become you know, what we see in, you know, like a Ghost of Tsushima or, or God of War. I think it, you know, you're right, though. Some of the puzzles were like, eh, and the, the combat was, you know, average, probably. It was more about the story, of, you know, for me anyway, and, and you know, the, the audio. The whispers, was, whispers. Yeah, so good. It was so <laughs> good. But I think, you know, you got to keep that kind of core, you know, feeling that you got, you know, playing it, but then just expand on that, you know, to your point, you know, Mads, you know, work on the combat a little bit, maybe a little more variety in the puzzles and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it was so good. You know, I played through it. I think I think I played through half of it on PlayStation, played through the whole thing on the Xbox uh, for achievement points. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely up there for me. One more one more game I want to see there. Uh, Mass Effect re- uh, Remake. Oh baby! Oh oh! Uh, Throw it up, Ains. I mean, the main main show or pre-show <laughs> doesn't matter. I just want because like there's been so many rumors like a couple of weeks ago that Mass Effect, um, you know, uh, remake or remaster is actually in development, right? And yes. I was I was so convinced that we're going to see that during EA Play, and obviously that hasn't happened. So like really, realistically speaking, when I, and. Apparently, this game is coming this fall, right? So many people tell tell me that, right? And that's like, hard so, to believe. Uh, yeah. So what? If, if, okay. So let's just assume that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's our response to Mass Effect remake if it's coming. <laughs> that's there it ma- is. Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect in effect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, great. So yeah, um, I'm just curious to, to. I mean, when you know when and where are they going to show it? Right. Like. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a good call out. And again, we said it right. The, the Xbox has that relationship with EA and the marketing right. and Bioware and Anthem. They did the marketing, so it. You know, maybe I. We've called out so many big things, though. I mean, you know, I got to remind Dan to temper his expectations. But um, don't we'll do uh, it. Don't temper your expectations. <laughs> don't do it. No. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, uh, I don't know why you haven't played Hellblade. I think um, I'm gonna have to boot you from chat until you go play <laughs> Hellblade. So, it's a fantastic. In all seriousness, fantastic game. Absolutely worth playing, especially 
you being an audio guy, Matt, how have you not oh, played God. Hellblade, man? It's the best game audio you'll ever hear. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Please go play it. It's on Game Pass. Go yeah. play it. It's free. Well, not free, but you know what I mean. Gator 6 Charlie in the house. What's up, man? Good to see you. All right. Guys, we've been talking Xbox Showcase for a while. We got we got a lot more to talk about. All right. Let's, let's get on to some of this stuff here. So xCloud. Let's jump right to xCloud. Uh, Microsoft announced this week it's officially launching in September. And the big question around xCloud was, you know, how are they going to price it? Many of us thought it would be included with Game Pass Ultimate and kind of just broadening that subscription kind of ecosystem, right? Sure enough, that's what we got. So Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, starting in September, will include, obviously, Game Pass on Xbox and PC, your Xbox Live Gold membership, and xCloud going forward. So they haven't announced any additional kind of uh, game catalog or what, you know, iOS support is the big thing I'm curious on because I do have an Apple phone and uh, right now options. it's payment. Yeah, yeah, any of this stuff, right? So we don't really know if, you, and, and to your point, Mads, if it's going to be offered in some type of form outside of Game Pass Ultimate or if Game Pass Ultimate is going to be the only way to access xCloud. But Mads, I, I don't know. Uh, it's always nice having people outside of the US on the show because what's that look like in Poland? Have you experimented with xCloud at all? Um, do you have any interest in that? Do you think, is it even supported in your market there? Yeah, that's the problem. Um, it's not supporting Poland. So I'm still okay. waiting. Still, I mean, the Poland is, is a little bit behind with those services. Uh, funny enough, like Xbox One actually launched a year later uh, here in Poland, but yeah, you know, yeah, so it's changed with Xbox One X, so we got it like uh, that was a global launch. So, um, I don't know, like, I haven't tested it because I can't. I mean, I can play with VPNs and that kind of stuff, but that's not really going to be the best experience. Um, so I'm hoping that if this, if it's coming to Game Pass. Maybe they will add more countries like Poland. Um, but my thoughts, generally speaking, on on, on uh, cloud is that like it's not necessarily for me per se, right? I'm more of a, a PC, Xbox, you know, like in terms of like local hardware kind of guy, sure. right? And this is where I will be playing most of my games. But at the same time, right? Like, hey, you know, if when I'll be traveling, I'll go visit my parents, I'll go on holidays, whatever, right? Yeah. You know, I will have my phone with me always, right? So, hey, you know, like, even if, even if like, 4G is not great right now um, for, I mean, 5G is just, like, starting to roll in, rolling out here in Poland. Um, so, like, I can still play some of the games that don't necessarily um, are to, like, fast-paced games and stuff, right? You know, I can, like, play on my phone. So, you know, it's a, it's a nice option, basically, right? Yeah. Um, but the great is that, like, it's going to be tied into the Xbox Game Pass, right? Yeah. I'm, and I don't know why Microsoft keeps saying that Xbox, uh, Xbox Game Pass... Uh, over 100 games when in rea reality it's over 200 games right yeah um if you really uh, um, i didn't count lately but like the last time i did like a year ago it was over like two 200 games and if yep. you combine pc and um and xbox games because the like these two xbox game passes are yep. a little bit uh, uh they offer a bit different games so there's actually actually even more yep. so i've got xbox i've um Game Pass Ultimate, so uh, I will have benefit of having cloud as well. If it will be supported in once it's going to start, you know, be supported in Poland, obviously. Yeah. So 
um, it's a great move in my opinion because it comes uh, like for 15 bucks you have uh, access to over 200 games uh, a lot of AAA games like hey you know um, a bit dated games some games right but hey still um, first party Microsoft games and we know that there's going to be more and more games coming like um, you know soon right so it's a great I mean I feel sorry for Stadia. <laughs> I forget who it was that showed uh, on Twitter when they announced this. They they had a picture of uh, a Stadia controller sinking like a ship. Yeah. Um, it was just quite funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is this is the total package. And Elu said, you know, it's one of the most exciting announcements that seem to excite few. Uh, when people get to understand it, they'll be more excited. And I've been having that debate for a while. Um, people just don't they don't see the future of xCloud just yet, but they will. Yeah. Last last, last thing on uh, xCloud. What I like about xCloud is that, um, for example, like there's over like 200, uh, 200 games, right? So xCloud, and you know, people already said that, like even wrote articles about it. You can use xCloud as a kind of like uh, to demo some games, right? Yep. You won't have to wait and download and stuff. I, I upgraded my internet lately, so it's not really big of an issue for me. But a lot of people, you know, like, to, I mean, a month ago, I had very slow internet. Some some games, uh, I had to wait, like, I, I had to leave overnight to install the, the game, right? So, <laughs> you know, so this way, right, I can test the game out. Is it worth waiting, actually, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, right now it's not a big problem because I've got good internet, so it's not really a big of an issue. But a lot of people still don't have great internet, so that at least they can t- test it out. Yeah. It's also, uh, we heard this week that um, it's also helping development, you know, as COVID's kind of taken over the world and everyone's kind of working remotely now that they can actually use xCloud to access the Xbox ecosystem and API tools, right? And and actually developing code uh, remotely against xCloud without having a development kit locally, which is a very interesting proposition. I hadn't even, no worries, I hadn't even thought of before. So really impressive. All right, Gator and uh, Dan, this one's for you. It's coming. Boom. Hashtag meaty. Meaty. And anytime we have a meaty topic, we're going to throw it up there. All right. Uh, Dan, I know we... It's getting Dan, a, little, you, a little bit dark. <laughs> <laughs> you've talked about... Uh, you've used xCloud probably even more than I have, and I know you're kind of... Right. Uh, you know, more usage of it. But uh, it's really cool, I think, um, that this is just going to be part of what you already have. There's no new subscription here. This is just another feature that's really being added to the Xbox ecosystem and before next-gen launch, which I think is really, really cool. Right. Well, you know, for us, that might be true. You know what I mean? Like, it's what you hear, like what Matt said, you know, it's like, so it's not for me personally because we've got, you know, for for everybody else that, you know, where they don't have that console or they're, they're trying to do it, you know, like this was targeted maybe towards like the Asian markets, you know, where they don't, their mobile gaming is through the roof yep you know i i'm interested to see how they do you know are they going to bring you know the the console streaming is that come with it yes was that part of it? okay so and then what they're if, if it's just game pass games you could be able to play off of your console that's you know, what we don't know yeah don't right. know the catalog yet right that's 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 going to be you know an important part of it but you know sure. at, at some point you're going to get to the you know where you're going to buy a new tv and on the box, it's going to say pre-installed with, you know, X cloud or whatever they call it. You know, I know it's not going to be called that, you know, so 
you know, and you'll start seeing that more and more. That's what they need to do. They need to push this stuff and market it where people see it better. Because we all know about it. Everybody in chat knows about it. Everybody on Twitter knows about it. But that's such a small percentage of the actual gamers and the people they want to reach. So they have to start reaching those other people. And once they start doing that, then it will be, I think, pretty damn success successful. Um, yeah. I played. It's it's fantastic. You know, it works most of the time. Um, but like the Gumads or you and you know, it's just not something I'm not gonna I'm gonna ever use. It's nice to have the option, though. You know, yeah. it's mm. nice, and, and I don't have to pay anymore for it. So yep. yeah, it's already included. Yeah, it's already. I'm included. just I'm just curious whether they're going to be adding some uh, additional like payment uh, payment options because I would imagine that not everyone is going to be interested in Xbox Game Pass. So yeah, you know, just just curious. Well, yeah. I, mean, I imagine they eventually get to the point where it's like. I hate saying this, but like Stadia, where you can buy your games, it's going to be part of your library, or just like right now, you know, you, you mm. it's all linked to your, you know, sorry, physical dudes, you can't buy, you know, disc and put it in your phone. So you're going to have to buy it, you know, through the Microsoft store. Watch whatever. your mouth. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, I mean, you know, it, it, it should work pretty much the same way, you know, once they get to that point. I don't think it'll be there in September. You know, but I think eventually that's that's kind of yeah. where it will be, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Eventually. I mean, it, it is going to be, you know, we already know. I mean, realistically, you know, I joke about it, but the, the more than the majority is already in digital. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be to the point where if you have a digital game uh, like we talked about, it's ecosystem you're talking. Right. right. Ecosystem. So if you access the X Xbox ecosystem, it doesn't matter how you access it. You'll have access to your profile and your library. And so, you know, I think about the future, like taking a road trip to Colorado, you know, my wife's driving, I'm sitting there just playing Halo, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that, that kind of possibility is, is awesome. Or to your point, maybe, it, you know, uh, Mads about the, the focus with Xbox, with the RPGs that are coming. I mean, what better game to just play remotely when you're somewhere else than like a turn-based RPG or, you know, something like that. Those are fantastic games for those types of experiences. That's why I got through Fire Emblem on my Switch. There you go. I mean, I was in Colorado. Literally took a trip to Colorado and played three houses. That was not scripted, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. But yeah, I mean, that's nice. what it is. Also, be careful going through Central Kansas on your way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah have a reliable get, car. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. You're going to get about uh, negative 2G. That's what you'll get on your phone. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, all right. So that's game uh, X Cloud. We've actually got one more Xbox topic to talk about before we get to PlayStation Five and some a uh, couple other things. I want to talk to you, Mads, because um, you know, you, from a technical perspective, you have a, a better working knowledge of the stuff than I would say most. I know you and I have had some conversations about things yeah. of this nature, but uh, we still haven't officially seen Lockhart or what many of us refer to as Series S. And so I know you haven't been on the show before. We've talked about it here uh, being the entry-level next-generation console. I know there's a lot of confusion when people say four teraflops because they're like, wait a minute, that's less than six of Xbox One X, which you know as well as I do, that's not how that works. Xbox is doomed. <laughs> so it, there's no new news here, but I figured since I had you on and we were kind of on Xbox Showcase and knowing that we're going to see this soon, probably in August, mm. um, I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on... Lockhart Series S, uh, what you think about the proposition of that entry-level console that's like a 1080p or even 1440p box for next-gen. Um, you know, just get your thoughts on it. 
Yeah. Well, from business perspective, I mean, it's a, well, great kind of like, I mean, the more the better, right? In, in And obviously the cheaper, the better. I mean, let's face it, like most people buy consoles uh, because they are cheap, right? They are like are pretty cheap because, you know, to get a, a, a decent PC, um, it, it costs way more. And like with our current gen consoles, I mean, with the next generation consoles, like these top end consoles, you know, we will be paying probably $500 for each, right? For both. Yeah. And like $300, if, that, if, if that's really going to be the case, like, you know, for $300, you are really getting like a next generation consoles, uh, console with the next, genera- next generation tech. Um, hey, there's going to be some sacrifices here and there, obviously in terms of like resolution and stuff. But that's fine. Like three hundred dollars is not really a lot. Like I'm not sure what's the official price of PlayStation Four. Isn't isn't like three hundred dollars still, or like two fifty? It's close. Um, two ninety nine here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. so that's seven years after PlayStation Four launch, right? And you are, and you know, Lockhart, you know, probably is going to be three hundred dollars like at launch. So, yeah, it's a great business, uh, you know, proposition for, like, people that don't necessarily have, like, $500 to spend. And um, combined with Xbox Game Pass, uh, where, like, for $10 per month, you will, you, you will, you will be getting, like, access to, access to a, a lot of games. And, I mean, XCloud is going to be a bit uh, expensive. That, that's beyond the point. So, yeah, it's a very good proposition. $300 for, that, for a console. Hey, maybe extra controller or just use the Xbox One controller. Yeah. And you are, go, you are ready to go with all those games available in, in Xbox Game Pass. So, from business perspective, I see this console being bought by a lot of, like, newcomers. And also PlayStation 5 owners that will just want to play those exclusives, right? That's a good Uh, point. I've heard a lot of people that are PlayStation mainly people, and they say, you know what, for $300 and with Game Pass, hey, that's a a hell of a a proposition, right? So really, so that's from like a business perspective, I guess, right? Um, And consumer perspective. From technical point of view, um, I was worried at the beginning with, with regards to the actual specs because, um, you know, graphics-wise, that's not a problem because graphics is actually the easiest of the of the of so many components in the console that uh, is actually easier to scale up and down, right? So that's not really going to be a problem. And, and to your point, like four teraflops based on the RDNA architecture, that's a still better performance than what you're going to get from Xbox Xbox. Um, one X even six teraflops, especially if you combine the the you know uh, additional like technologies that RDNA two will come with in Xbox Series X, meaning machine learning, um, ray tracing, and uh, VRS. I mean that's that's a totally different like GPU, like totally different technology. My worry, biggest worry, was about the CPU. But yeah. you know, from the latest comment about comments by Tom Warren, well, we kind of know it's not hasn't been officially confirmed. But we, you know, he he says that the CPU is going to be the same, same same number of 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 cores. Multi, I mean, SMT uh, there is going to be there as well. Same clock speeds, which is great. And 
yeah. you know, people talk about the game design, right? So if the CPU um, uh, was different or even run at the different clock speeds, then yeah. that could potentially hold Xbox Series X down. But looks like looks like that's not going to be the case. Uh, CPU is going to be the same. Velocity architecture is going to be there. I hope they're not going to change anything about it because same point as with the CPU, it has to have the same performance. Um, RAM and GPU, that's not a really a big problem because with the 1080p resolutions, you don't really need that, that amount of RAM. And if you read about SFS and how they can actually, you know, uh, save the bandwidth um, multiple times and stuff. I, you know, it's going to be a great 1080p 60 frames per second kind of like uh, option for many people, right? Yeah, yeah, no, completely agree. And I think there's a lot of confusion around it. Uh, Gator Six just really asked about Anaconda Lockhart. So Anaconda is the Series X. Lockhart is what is presumed to be the Series S. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be a hell of an option, uh, especially, you know, you're talking all digital. Game Pass really empowers the console, right? Because that gives you the capability of getting people in with, as you said, you know, nearly 200 games, including the big Xbox exclusives, uh, immediately. They don't have to buy anything else. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, presumably you could pay 300 bucks and have a next-gen console, all those games to play, you know. I mean, it just seems like a hell of a proposition. I mean, all of us, well, not all of us, but I mean, another thing Dan and I have talked about too is, we're, we're all buying the Series X. I mean, we just are, right? But, you know, I've, my son, maybe he plays on Series S. My wife, you know, there's plenty of other people that aren't the core spend whatever it is for that, you know, the top, right? There's other people that just want to play games. And the beauty of the ecosystem is that it doesn't matter which one you own. You can all play together, right? So there's no reason I couldn't have a Series X and play Borderlands and co-op with my son who's on a Series S, which is awesome, or even an Xbox One for that matter. But anyway... All right. You're shaking your head, Dan. I mean, literally everything you said, Mads, like went into one ear. My brain is completely scrambled. And then it's going to just like poop out my other ear because I don't understand any kind of tech. You're having a booty leak. Right, yeah, I'm having a booty <laughs> leak, like literally right now. But it sounds awesome um, and great for, you know, it sounds, it sounds like a pro-consumer move to me. Mm. You know, I just, I just, you know, you, you get people out here that are, you know, throwing around the the stuff like RDNA and, you know, teraflops and, and resolution. And I know I don't understand jack crap about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you do. So, but most of the people that do talk about it have no well, idea. Well, some people say that I don't. So I don't know who to believe. <laughs> you can just, I mean, just from what I've just heard, you know, about a thousand times more than I do. So let me ask you this question. What they've been saying that I've seen in the Twitter sphere is that this console at say $300 is gonna be 80, 60. Is that right? Like that's that's gonna be like the high end side of their, it's a, it's a, it's a less powerful console yeah. than that Series X. Same ecosystem, same architecture inside. I'm starting to pick up little words here that I kind of understand. So, um, according to rumors, obviously that has rumor, you know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what they're kind of shooting for is just kind of an entry level system with, mm -hmm. uh, with a lot. Yeah, of yeah. But right. still, again, you know, capable of, uh, and I'm going to say ecosystem just for Gator Six Charlie again, but yeah. capable of you know uh, playing all the new games, right? 
playing having all those decreased loading speeds you know you talk a lot about this whole ssd and as mads mentioned uh everything else that goes along with that that they're building into the uh you know the the apis really for the new console um you, you'll get the benefit of all of that yep so, i have no idea what api is so <laughs> we're not gonna get into it uh Mariano, mariano's doing it again dan nasty god damn it dude i know he's doing it again i've told him I love Mariano. Oh, I'm gonna ban him if he keeps up. If he keeps giving us money, I'm gonna ban him. <laughs> no, That's no, where we are. No. <laughs> Mariano, thanks again, man. Truly appreciate it. Um, he has a good question though. Lockhart looks more like a traditional console, which is what we've been hearing. You know that that little render of the little cube has been yeah. shared a lot, but that was just a render. What we're actually hearing is it's going to look more like the um, X right now, or the yeah, the Xbox One X or the One yeah. S, right? A, a flat horizontal console with no disk drive. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it's going to be smaller. Um, you know, um, uh, what he, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Tom Warren also leaked that it's going to be, a, uh, it will come with 20 compute units. So that's yeah. like um, over half than uh, what Xbox Series X. Probably going to be clocked a little bit lower because that would make sense. So it will produce way less heat. So, you know, just, you know, it, it won't need as sophisticated cooling system as Xbox Series X. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we could get into it. We're not going to, but the Series X with the split motherboard, that heat sink, and the way that, you know, they designed the cool, it's freaking mm. impressive. Really, uh, really. Listen, I also remember like Xbox One X. Um, um, okay. I, I'm not going to go to technical, but like the thing is that. Xbox, Xbox, um, Xbox, uh, Xbox Lockhart. I mean, the whole SOC, the chip, is going to be way smaller than what's inside Xbox One X, right? So it yeah. will produce less heat. So yeah, so it's yeah. probably going to be even quieter than Xbox One X, right? I mean, it's just going to be so much better console on so many levels that it's just like it's not even worth comparing. It's like last generation, new generation, less yeah. powerful, but yeah. I mean, that all it all makes sense. It all makes a huge difference. Yep, agreed. Hassan, good to see you, man. Thanks uh, for swinging by. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. And he just quickly says, "Dan of Tsushima." That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, where are we, guys? So we'll, we'll quickly moving to our other uh, next gen console is uh, PlayStation Five, right? So we saw some details about the production this week. Uh, initially, they said that they were planning on five to six million units for uh, worldwide by the end of 2020. Uh, what they've said now is they've been able to increase that to 10 million worldwide by the end of 2020. Now, the details around that are that they they plan to have five to six million ready for launch, shipped globally in stores, ready to be distributed. The other four to five million will be produced between October and December, and therefore basically be shipping end of the year right into January. And so if you start to think about that from a global perspective, if you have 6 million units for launch, obviously, then you got to get into the distribution of where those units are going. So I know I saw um, a couple analysts say they expect around 2 million, 2.5 million for the US, the North American market uh, at launch, which I have no idea how many people plan on buying at launch, but I would say make sure you get your pre-order in because that doesn't sound like that much to me for a PlayStation 5 launch in the US. Mads, I don't know, um, did PlayStation 4 launch day and date at yeah. globally in Poland? 
Yes, yeah, they it did. did. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah. and I know Xbox is planning the same this year or yes. this time. They've been very clear about that. So I mean, they, 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 uh, we had Xbox One X launched globally day and date. So yeah, so I, I would expect the same. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, because I know they like Xbox. They screwed up the Japan launch, and yeah. we're not going to get into all that. But um, yeah, so. I don't know, guys. I mean, we're not analysts here, but I figured I'd call this out. It's cool that they're increasing production. Um, I think it goes without a doubt that PlayStation 5 is going to sell extremely well just because of the reputation they've earned with the PlayStation 4 and people wanting to continue on with, uh, you know, those IPs, things like Horizon we've already seen. So are you a day uh, one buyer of PS5, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm getting both actually, you know, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. So, yeah, I'll be getting one. I'll pre-order as soon as the pre-order is going to be available here in Poland. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's good that they are increasing the numbers because, like, um, yeah, I mean, it will sell out anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like like you said, it's just like the power of the brand. It's a global brand, and especially here in Europe. Because um, this is like, okay, so I don't really want to get into like Xbox, like while talking about PlayStation 5, but like PlayStation beat Xbox here in Europe, like four or five to one, right? It's bad. So, you know, here in in Europe, uh, even in Poland here, you know, this is going to be a hot, um, you know, item especially around the holiday season and stuff. So even it's yeah. good, you know, it's going to be expensive, but still. So yeah, it's good to hear that. Like, you know, at least, you know, there's more chances that I will get one day one. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just curious uh, why, uh, what, what happened? Is, is it, is it something on the technical side side or, you know, like, because, you know, I, I, my understanding was that, they kind of like they weren't sure if the supply chain is going to be there and if they will be able to get the parts ready for for yeah. the launch stuff. So I, I'm I'm just wondering is that the case that did they improve on that or whatever, right? Because you know we didn't get any more information on that other than the fact that they are increasing their their kind of like you know production numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in general, Sony's very guarded with details of how they do things, right? So I, I think it was just good news to see more production, but we don't really know why. But yeah, and I know, Dan, you're day one, uh, particularly with Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, that's going to be, you know, I know you're going to be all over that. I think, uh, you know, Matt said in chat too, is really, I don't, there's not going to be anything I want to play day one on PS5. And I think when we watch the play, play, blah, blah, PlayStation 5 showcases, that's what I was saying, because I'm not interested in Spider-Man. Godfall looks, doesn't look very good. Um, which I was previously excited for. We'll see if it turns out well, of course. Um, but I don't know if there's anything going to be there day one that that I even want to play. I'm still buying the console day one, but I don't know if there's any going to be anything mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. You know, um, I'll to that point. I will tell you something interesting because, like, you know, a lot of people say that, um, you know, maybe there's not going to be a lot of games. But like, I'm actually one of those guys that actually play older games a lot, uh, as well. So I'm really looking forward to see all the PlayStation 5 enhancements for the older games, yeah. games like Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. God of War has got a um, performance mode even on PlayStation 4 Pro, right? Yes. So which run runs around like 40, 45 frames per second. So on PlayStation 5, it's probably going to be 1080p 60 even without any patch. I'm still hoping that they will patch some of these like first party 
games so they can take advantage of, of, of the extra hardware and stuff. So, like, I still haven't played some of the PlayStation 4 games. So, you know, it would be, it's probably going to be a good kind of like um, to have, it's going to be have good good to have PlayStation 5 to, and play these games at better fidelity, better resolution and, you know, better performance, hopefully, as well. So that's yeah. my take on PlayStation 5 because I, I'm not into Spider-Man either. You know, I was hoping for uh, GT uh, Gran Turismo to be our launch title, but does, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't seem to be the case. No. I like I like racing games, um, so we'll see. And like, I still believe I still believe that they haven't shown every everything yet. So. No, I agree. I agree. They'll have more. So, Dan, I, I don't know. We've talked about this at length. I know, but yeah, no. I mean, it, it's it's nice. You know, I, I, I worry. I always worry. It's about, nice. I mean, it, hashtag. It's, it's I'm nice. PlayStation is five is nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, here's the deal. So if you, I was, I'm going to buy this obviously for, you know, day one launch. Um, I'm excited for Spider-Man. I don't know, you know, like you said, we're not analysts, you know, there's going to be people that at that point, we don't know how this whole global pandemic is going to pan out. We don't know how, you know, people's wallets are going to look, you know, here in, in, you know, three or four months, you know, very we, true, especially here of, in the US. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are, you know, you kind of have to look into and, and kind of see, you know, you also have, you know, I always flash back to the Red Ring of Death with the 360, you know, is, is it going to be <laughs> something where, you know, and this goes for both consoles, you know, is there going to be some kind of like failure that's gonna, you know, I don't know. And it's, it's, it's great that they're producing more, I guess. You know, I was really worried that I wouldn't, you know, get one, really. That was my biggest motivation for buying it on launch day. Um, yeah. I'm still going to do it because I still don't think this is a whole lot. Um, but even Jim Ryan kind of, you know, he threw out a number one time. It was like 15 to 25 million in the first two years. It, just for an example, let's say, if, you know, I think he was yeah. talking about something else. So, I mean, that's, you know, almost, you know, it's two thirds of it. So it's, it's. And and I, I don't know they're they're doing it really really fast it seems like they're popping them out of there pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, I know their main uh, production center is fully automated now. Yeah, they're making the PS5 you know just fully robotic, which is kind of cool. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, you know someone in chat uh, I think Matt said they'd be so occupied with Series X at launch it's not even worth buying the PS5 for launch for him, um, just because the games and that's kind of my problem, right? I'm gonna between Valhalla, Cyberpunk, and Halo. Halo takes over my life. I, I'm not gonna play anything else. So I'm literally gonna have a PS5, but it's just gonna be you know sitting on top of my shelf, standing eight feet tall, and um, you know hopefully not breaking the shelf from its weight. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Guys, just quick questions. I'm just curious, really. Uh, if we if we were to compare it to PlayStation 4 launch numbers, uh, how many did they ship? Like, um, do you know? Because, no, like, not off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I'm just curious whether that because, like, some people say that oh, it's not really a lot. Like, but I mean, 10 millions in like first four or five months—that sounds like a lot of consoles, really. It does sound like a lot, yeah, uh, to sell yeah. that quickly. Um, I, I, I don't know, honestly. I'm trying to look real quickly, but I, I'm not gonna probably find the number. There you go. Uh, nope, never mind. That's not it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I mean, just a thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, you know, I don't know about Poland, uh, Matt, how you guys are doing there. But the U.S. is, um, we're not doing well right now. 
Um, COVID has had a big, big impact on this country. Uh, unemployment is up, people are losing jobs, and uh, it's actually getting worse now than it's ever been. Uh, COVID is, you know, expanding. And, yeah, for, but, you know, it's July. We've got probably th- at least three months to launch, right, if not four. And um, things could be worse. And uh, so to your point, I mean, the, the thought of mass market, you know, the hardcore guys like all of us, right, are going to buy it. But mass market, the thought of people spending five, six, seven hundred dollars on a new console launch may not be in the cards for a lot of families. So, yeah, yeah who knows? All right. A couple more things to just touch on real quick, guys. These are just a couple quick ones and then we'll talk about uh, what we're currently playing and uh, head out. So uh, there's a new. um a new company, I guess, or brand that uh, Square Enix created this week called Balin. I think it's Balin Company. This is apparently a new brand under Square Enix. And what they said is, and this is a quote, it's going to unite Square Enix's internal and external action game development, video, and music production professionals. And so if you think about Square Enix, um, they showed that Project Athea teaser during the PlayStation 5 um, announcement. They have that action game they're working on, and for the life of me, I could not remember the name of it, um, that they're working on for next-gen consoles as well. And, uh, you know, Square Enix is a pretty big publisher in the in the gaming space. So this is kind of interesting. You know, Japanese action games are very popular. You think about franchises like Devil May Cry, you know, Bayonetta, those types of things. So not a whole lot to really add here. I just thought I'd mention it because it is interesting that we see one of the biggest publishers in the world creating an action game brand where they're going to bring all their developers for action games under one umbrella and publish under that. So pretty cool. Yeah. Good, good news. I mean, the more the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what, you know, Dan and I always talk about. It's like, cool, you know, new games. That's what we want to say. That's all you want. Yeah. So I mean, listen, I like action games. So, I mean, if, 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 if we're talking about like games like, you know, Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry, God of War, whatever, right? I'm, I'm up for it, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And like Square Enix is loaned for RPGs and J- JRPGs, like at least it used to be, but you know, now yeah. it's more like a global pub, you know, publisher, really, and they yeah. publish all kinds of stuff, but yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember, or I preferred them in the Square Soft days when we got all those RPGs, you know, back when we were younger, but it is what it is. Um, and then pretty cool news here too, and I know um, we're kind of excited about this if they do it well, is that the Uncharted movie, uh, you know, the thing they haven't been able to get off the ground for like two years, it's actually started filming. And Tom Holland announced this himself, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday, that it started filming. So this is uh, a supposed prequel to the Uncharted kind of franchise on PlayStation 5 where you're starting with young Nathan Drake. That's why Tom Holland's playing it. Um, but this, again... Hope this really turns out well. Tom Holland's like, he's awesome. Um, and I hope that, uh, I hope this turns out well because I love Uncharted. The only comment I have about this personally, I see what you guys think, is my favorite character in Uncharted is Sully. And I don't know what role, if any, Sully is going to play in this role, seeing as how it's young Nathan Drake. Yeah. I mean, if this is a, a, a very young Nathan, Nathan Drake and we saw him in Uncharted 4 uh, with those yes. fl- flashbacks. There was no Sully. I mean, I mean, there was a young Sully there because he kind of breaked into the, um, you know, his office is trying to steal steal something from him. I think, or I don't remember. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there was there was a part of the game like that. Um, 
So, I mean, it might be totally different Saudi as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe this is where they meet up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because, like, I like Uncharted. Uh, it's not, it, it's, you know, I, it, it's kind of like Indiana Jones kind of, kind of game really, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, even, you know, sometimes they went crazy with some of the ideas and stuff, but it was always fun to play. Uncharted 4 opened up a little bit in terms of like, uh, as well. So I like, I really did like these games. So, you know, uh, action movie, you know, other, you know, um, new Indiana Jones kind of game, a uh, movie would be cool. Yeah. Cloud, cloud starting again, man. Yep. I hear there's an anthem movie being produced. <laughs> Actually, I would love one. I mean, that would more, evil, yeah. more, more, more than game, probably. <laughs> so, real quick, just to go back, Mads, 4.2 million PS4 units sold by the end of 2013. It launched as about six months of worth of sales, it looks like. Okay. So, that's so, yeah. But so we, hold on, hold on. But, but we're talking about financial year, not physical. Like like yeah. This is for it's, it says uh, at a keynote speech that 4.2 million PS4 units had been sold through the end of 2013. Yeah, so that's right. So yeah. that means that means you know if they have five to six million, they're up thirty percent. You know, or fifty yeah. percent. Excuse me, compared to what uh, PlayStation Four launch was. So so they they they're not really that kind of like you know that even previous you know numbers were not really that bad in comparison to playstation 4 launching really. yeah yeah god we've we've gone from anthem straight Thanks. to dvd to vhs to betamax we're going backwards <laughs> we just laser disc like it was nothing <laughs> it's gonna be on slideshow picture soon my goodness yeah i mean i, I don't know this whole uncharted thing yeah, i mean i like tom holland but i also would rather see a current day you know i mean that's who everybody likes right nathan drake yeah yeah i mean i don't like an indiana jones style movie right not, not the fourth one right <laughs> well, I mean, is, that, is that the universe that they're gonna just kind of stick in or is that just like a one-shot thing you know and then no. you know it's just weird it's weird weird you yeah. so you know a lot of a lot of the gaming franchises that they're starting to move to screen um, are have gone the way of series, right? We saw Witcher, mm -hmm. Last of Us is coming, Halo's coming. Um, it seems weird that they're still pushing Uncharted from a movie perspective. But to your point, I would think that they'd be setting this up for a long-term thing. I don't think they do a one-off movie with young Nathan Drake, right? Right. No, I mean, it's, yeah, this is going to be, you know, Tom Holland, watch him grow up, you know. <laughs> this dude's like, what is he, like 20-something years old? He looks like he's, he's young. 12. Yeah, he looks like he's 12. That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, did you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of funny. That's fine. I mean, do right. do. It's Sony. They probably yeah. got Tom Holland not locked in from Spider Man, and you know, it's just like, man. Hey, I, I bet they will use Unreal Engine Five for that movie as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There With you that two hundred and fifty million investment and stuff, right? Yeah, and you can use the twenty-four frames per second. You know, good for theaters. <laughs> You're good. All I'm right, guys. Filmic. Yeah, <laughs> the old filmic word. All right, so what? Um, let's talk about currently playing. So uh, obviously, Ghost of Tsushima is a hot topic for Dan and I. Matt, what are you currently playing around with? Anything good? 
Uh, well, lately I've been mainly playing Forza games, uh, um, okay. both, both both like in my own private time and on streams as well. I've been streaming lately uh, on the channel as well. Nice. Uh, but um, yeah, I've been away for a while and doing some renovation work <laughs> here and there. So, uh, but I always, oh, I always, I have also been playing uh, Gears Tactics on PC as well. So I like that. I like I like this game. So nice. yeah. That's, yeah, it's a good game. I, I didn't finish it. How far are you? Uh, probably like four or five hours into the game, so not too far okay. either. So because, like I said, I've been like kind of like here and there. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's definitely one I want to go back to. I really enjoyed it. I'm in Act Two somewhere in Act Two, and I can't remember mm-hmm. now. But, but to be honest, it's actually interesting because like I'm not really uh, I don't I don't really play you know tactical games and that kind of stuff, right? So yeah. I was like. I don't know if I want to play it, but um, I like Gears franchise, so I, I I I tried it and I kind of like it, right? It's not really too too difficult to be honest with you. So yeah, it's more yeah. like faster paced game. So yeah, yeah it's it's not overly complicated by any means. Yeah. So very good, Dan. You playing anything besides Ghost right now? I mean, I finished uh, the order finally. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, you went back. Yeah, the you, you were, were not too impressed with. It. I mean, it was, order eighty six. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I started uh, that game probably. I really like that times, game. Like four or five times, and I could not get past like a certain point. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Now, for the game as it is now, you know, knowing that it's such an older, you know, an older title, you have to give it, you know, certain passes here and there. You know, you have to say, "Okay, well, you know, obviously, it's a little bit dated. You know, controls are a little bit tough." Um, but it was, it was. I like the story. I think. When it ended, I was like, "Damn, they, why didn't they ever do a sequel to this?" No. I mean, I mean, I understand like the you know maybe it didn't do well commercially or you know it, it's fine you know it is it, it was a struggle. I, I actually I pushed past that this time. It, it's, it's really early in the game too. I'm just gonna say where it was when I met Tesla, and after that i just I always got to a point where i was just like i can't do this anymore and shortly after that i mean i probably three or four times and i just could not push and then this time mm-hmm. i was like, i'm just gonna finish it i got ghosts coming out um i've heard this is a very short game yeah and it wasn't bad you know and for given the you know like i said given when it came out it's it was still good um but I, yeah now now it's kind of like man they really could have done something with it i mean they didn't do anything they just mm. left it there no. Well, already at dawn, I, you know, I just looked it up real quick because I was going off of memory, but they just, um, they didn't do anything follow up to this. Remember, they were pretty much like a, a PlayStation second party studio, right? They weren't owned by Sony and PlayStation, but they've made games. They're now owned, they were just bought by Facebook. They're making VR games for Oculus now. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're not going to see, uh, unless they do a VR, I don't even know who owns the IP, but we're probably not going to see anything ever to do with that universe again, which is kind of a shame because. I always said the game wasn't incredible, but it had some really neat things in it. And if they would have made a sequel and just kind of fleshed it out a little bit, you know, made a bigger, bigger areas, a little less linear, a little more progression, a little deeper story. It could have been really good, in my opinion. I think so. Yeah, I enjoyed that game big time. And I was hoping for a sequel as well, but especially, you know, considering the way the game ended. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was Shame. like, oh, sequel is coming, but yeah, never good. That's uh... never happened. Never happened. And the funny thing, so I, I collect collector's editions, as we all know, and I had the collector's edition for that game. I didn't like it too much, the actual collector's edition, so I sold it, and now it's worth all kinds of money because it's like no one bought it, so it's super rare. 
Damn it. Uh, um, did you pick up Paper Mario, Dan? You would have thought I did. I mean, that would be the MO. Yeah, yeah that's what. Did not. Wow. Did you not. held off on a game I purchase. Held off. Wow. So, damn. Literally yesterday, I was like, man, nah, maybe I'll just. I was sitting there just scrolling on my phone, like on the Nintendo store. It's like, uh, nah, nah. Your, your finger was shaking. I mean, it was it? close. It was, yeah. It was like, you know, <laughs> to get that, you know, needle in my arm. You know, no offense, drug doers. You know, <laughs> you making fun of our audience, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Method. My bad. <laughs> See, AP. Thanks for stopping by, man. Um, Mariano, no, uh, I did. Yeah. So they showed flight simulators coming out next month now, and they showed that 10 disc version of it. It's actually only available in Europe. They're not making that for the U.S. market. But pretty funny that in 2020, we're getting a 10 disc game which baffles me. I, I don't understand I thought, it. I thought, it was just a tr- I thought they were just trolling at first. No, it's real. Yeah, it's real. That's craziness. <laughs> hey, right, hold so, on. Uh, what you got? Uh-oh. Uh, just wanted to show you this. <laughs> oh, well, it's, you're not showing it anymore. <laughs> I, just, I just broke it now. So that's my, that's uh, Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, down for PC. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there you have it. Uh, how many, how many discs is it? Oh, man. Oh, sorry. A, a five, seven, Two, seven discs? Four, six, seven. Seven discs. That's I mean, Dan's that's, dream right there. That, 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 that's for PC on DVD. That's why there's so many. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, that's what's, do, you have to, do you have to play and then like switch discs every time like you get to a certain point? No, you just install it and then you just have to keep one of the you know discs in the in the drive. Yeah, but, like a play disc. Um, yeah, but I own it on Xbox. I played on Xbox and I never played it on PC actually. I mean, not this particular one because I don't even have a DVD drive. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I I got it for free when I bought um, a new monitor. So you know. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I, I I was planning to buy a DVD drive, um, but yeah, it kind of uh, yeah. I mean, maybe I do and play play it once. <laughs> <laughs> Even right. And so Dan, I know you don't have it, but the physical version of Red Dead Two on Xbox is two discs. So you install the second disc, and then you have a play disc that you have in the drive. To be like, was it Mass Effect or like? A- yeah. Got yeah, same thing. Kotor was, but you had to actually switch the discs. You did. It was. It would just go black. Please insert disc two. Yep. Yeah, move me nuts. <laughs> I, w- I was quite surprised because when when this generation of console uh, came into the market, I thought that uh, PC will adopt the you know Blu-rays as well. Yeah, but they ne- they never did, and you know all these oh. games like collector editions and that kind of stuff all are on DVD still. So it's like, yeah. I think uh, Steam is just too big on PC, yeah. and because that's all digital, there's just no market for those discs on PC. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm playing. I'm playing Tsushima, and then I actually started Halo CE again. I think I mentioned that last week that I went back, and uh, I'm going to play through Halo CE for probably the 25th time um, because I want to play through it again, get some updated screenshots, and just re-experience it so I can write my uh, retrospective on the game before Infinite launches. So, um, man, going back, starting that game again from from the beginning, just it brought back so many memories. Um, especially when you first, you know, the ship gets attacked and it starts playing the drum beat of the, the classic Halo song. And, uh, man, I was all pumped up just like, it, you know, 20 years ago when I played it. So amazing game. 
Amazing. Are you talking about Halo again? Yes. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think we're doing here? This is a Halo podcast. Get used to it. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> all right guys uh, i think we're gonna uh head on out of here mads it's been a lot of fun having you on man uh we'll have to do it again sometime i want to uh go ahead and give a shout out to uh your channel i did notice that you passed fifteen thousand subs recently congrats on that man that's fantastic wow. yeah thank you very much yeah well thanks for having me that was uh, a great show uh had a, a lot of fun uh, talking about these uh, predictions and that kind of stuff and all kinds of stuff, yeah. Um, love your show. Been watching your guys for a very long time. So, yeah, the podcast and stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in more, like, more technical kind of aspects of the gaming and stuff, so check uh, my channel, Mads Gaming. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Mads Gaming PL. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, so I do all kinds of like videos, like tech videos, and I've been streaming lately on my channel as well. So I'm kind of like still trying to figure out but the schedule and that kind of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, thanks a lot again. Take yeah, show. no, it's been awesome, man. It's been awesome. Dan, what's going on? Not too much, man. I go play some more ghosts. There you go. Relax the rest of the night. Uh, I got an article coming out here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, and so going to do the review on Ghost of Tsushima. We're going to see how long that takes. No promises. <laughs> Balls deep. And we're going to see what happens. All right. Awesome. So, yeah, we got new uh, Ghost of Tsushima review coming from Dan. We got a new article coming from Dan, a new article coming from Steve this week. Um, we've got another review, I believe, coming from Clouds playing some new stuff. He's in our chat as well. Um, KD's working on an article, Carl. And then next week, uh, Big Cast is going to be we're doing it at 1 p.m. Central instead of 12, right, Dan? We're pushing it yeah. back one hour. Yeah, one my daughter is graduating next week. so Yes, fantastic. I'm not going to the graduation. In fact, I'm pretty sure they're going to cancel it, um, and it'll be a stream show only. Thank goodness for COVID because it's <laughs> 170 degrees outside. It is really hot. I literally yeah. walk outside, and I'm drenched. So it's disgusting. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to smell that. Let's just get it on, and I can sit here in my air conditioning. I'm a lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, 1 p.m. Central next week, guys. It's going to be a special uh, post-Xbox show. Uh, Dan and I and uh, Mad's friends from Lords, we're going to have Cog and King. So it's going to be four of us next week for the uh, post-Xbox show. So that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Mm, um nice. Yeah, it'll be good times. It'll be good times. We, we haven't had King on yet either, so he'll be another first. That's so, true. He, he's a funny character as well. Yeah, King's King's hilarious. So he's a real good guy. So King King and his and his tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Will so, we should, Will should know something about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So um, <laughs> chat, you guys have been awesome as always. Thanks for coming by. Uh, really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, I say the same thing every week, but you know uh, I appreciate it so much. So thanks again. This was BitCast 114, and we are going to go and close out, and we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>